Well, welcome to Musings of an Extrovert. My name is Darvin Muentes. I am your host and resident extrovert. For everyone out there who has been listening uh, for these last two seasons, this season two has been longer than season one. Praise God, that's because of you guys listening. It's been so cool getting to tell people stories, uh, talk about the things that I've been thinking about, and uh, find some new avenues of uh, musings of an extrovert and just what that name means. Um, And it's been a great ride. So thank you, thank you, thank you. If you love the show, please like, subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube slash listening on YouTube, since there's no video up yet with it, uh, please go ahead and uh, hit that like button, leave a comment, and hit that bell notification. So that way you can get notified every single time an episode drops. Today's episode, guys, is going to be fun. I am very excited because I have a friend of mine named Joel Casanova. Uh, He is awesome. He uh, runs a dance studio. He is like just a super cool guy. He loves the Lord, which is another awesome part about him. And not just another awesome part, but the most awesome part. And uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk with him. Joel, please say hi. What's going on? How are you? I'm doing really well. I'm really glad you're you're joining me on the podcast. Uh, it was cool. I saw you at a wedding recently. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you guys don't know Joel Casanova, which I'm sure that some of my audience already knows who this guy is. He, he's awesome and he's all over Hampton Roads. Um, you know, this guy can dance. And while we were at the wedding, it was so cool because he got to lead us all in Zumba dancing. <laughs> and uh, I love Zumba, so it was so fun. He's a great dancer. Um, Joel, how did you get into dance? Wow. Okay. Um, I'll give you the abridged version. So uh, I guess you could go all the way back to I was 11 years old. I'm 26 now. So I was 11 years old, and my family moves, moves churches. Um, well, really... <laughs> My parents get divorced, hmm. and then because of that, weird stuff happens, and then my family, my mom, my brother, and I moved to a different church, hmm. and so the same year that we moved to that church, um, they had like a kids' choir, but then they were like, hey, we're going to start a dance team, like a praise dance team, but not yeah. like with like the flowing robes like, and the whole, you know, like... Yeah. like typical like praise dance time type out. of... Yeah. Right, time out right there. Did you go to a Spanish church growing up? No. Okay. No. Well, uh, okay. So, um, was born in Chicago. Okay. Okay. So like inner city Chicago, we're going there. My parents are both Puerto Rican. And mm-hmm. so there's like a huge Hispanic community in their church. Yeah. So no dot, dot, dot question mark. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> and then, uh, okay. so then we moved to Texas when I was four. Okay. So then that's definitely like, but like Northern Texas. So gotcha. not like deep South, like northern mexico yeah kind of texas you know <laughs> um and so from there we go into a church and it was kind of like a charismatic spirit-filled like pentecostal like black church hispanic church white church kind of mm. like meet in the crossroads so, like there's so many different Praise god that's awesome yeah super yeah. so i guess it was like non-denominational but mm-hmm. like they kind of like took all instead of saying like we're not going to take any of the cultures they kind of took all the cultures yeah and like threw them into a pot which i think is a whole lot more um 
I guess on point with what God wants us to do as opposed yeah, to saying yeah, like, we, you know, unity is a big part of the church. No, so. Huge, huge, huge. So, um, but yeah, so it was more like in that way. So the guy who started, who ran the, uh, the dance team, the praise team, he was a guy who was raised in like inner city Dallas. So he was into hip hop mm-hmm. and like dancing hip hop. And I think he grew up dancing like street dancing and stuff like that. That's cool. So all the like praise dance, quote unquote stuff we did was all basically like, like, um, hip hop light, you know, like the, the free version of the app, you know? So it was like, it wasn't like directly hip hop, but it was like what he remembers, what he did. And then like doing stuff that we as children could pick up, you know? Yeah. So then one day he brings in this guy named Fenton Foldrum. Um, he's the first dance studio teacher I've ever had. And so he comes in and he teaches us like, he's like, that's his whole job teaching hip hop. And so he taught us and I was like, you know, my whole brain was exploding and I was like, <laughs> I didn't know this existed. And so he's like, Hey, we're starting a dance studio. And he was starting with the youth pastor. So he's like, check it out. Um, he handed us cards. And I remember running home and being like, well, not running home, like running across the parking lot to like the adult church. And I was like, mom, and I explained yeah. in my little kid way of what just happened to me. Mm-hmm. And so my parents recently got divorced. So like, I'm not necessarily like, wiping my nose with benjamins like we're not like yeah. drowning in money you know yeah. and so like we walked into the dance studio and like it was like whoo like that's a lot of money you know yep. so we i was 11 turning 12 ish and so like 13 ish we like raised money for like two years a year and a half ish and so um so then we had enough money to start we were scholarshiped and all the things and so i jumped yeah. straight into the dance studio and i've been dancing ever since wow yeah wow so Dance in the church. So I actually, um, when I was in around that age, probably, I'd say, um, 10, 11, 12, something like that, um, I was part of a dance team at our church, too. Uh, we went to a Spanish church, and um, we it was called La Danza, uh, <laughs> you know, um, and it was a lot of fun. I loved it, but it definitely was more of the... Uh, the flowy robe, you know, <laughs> very interpretive type dancing. Yeah, it's a whole um, vibe. <laughs> which, I mean, it all dance is an interpretation in some way, but mm-hmm. more, like, blatant trying to interpret, you know, a word and, you know, make it, like, be visible in your dance. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. a dove. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know? The classic. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, but that's, that's what I did. So, I, I've always loved dance, too, and I think that's something that, that always drew me uh, to, like, really like want to talk to you want to see like the stuff that you're doing and like follow you too and follow your your journey because uh, it's been really cool um tell us a little bit about what you're doing right now so <laughs> another another really really complicated question so um <clears throat> i think here's the thing i've been on other podcasts before and i always say that just what I said just now is a complicated question. I think I'm just a complicated person. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Like, that just hit me. Um, so what I'm doing right now, like, obviously, besides the whole business thing, like, I, I teach lessons, you know, I create curriculum and program and things like that. Um, I have private lessons. I go into other studios and things like that. Um, but right now, like, me personally as a dancer, um, I've been really, I think the biggest, most current thing right now is really getting to partner dancing. Hmm. That is something that really clicked with me. Um, over the, yeah, maybe year, year and a half, I started getting interested last year, mid, mid summer, mid fall ish. Yeah. And then, um, 
I actually started getting into like salsa, bachata, and things yeah. like that um, in January. Stopped because my summers are crazy. Yeah. Um, and I just got into um, more like American dances. So we went to Tennessee and we went to like line dancing and then like mm-hmm. country two step and like stuff that is like as a inner city Puerto Rican like hip hop dancer they're like you're like country and I'm like dude country dancing is amazing <laughs> uh, never thought I'd say that in my entire life if like 13 year old me was like hearing myself now yep. I'd be like there's no way but um but yeah so stuff like that um, more American dances like swing or blues yep. um, so that is something I just discovered like maybe in the past two weeks that's awesome and so like blues is like this super improvisational like two people having a conversation with their body yeah and like that's what all partner dancing is but like blues is like so improvisational it's like whatever comes into your ear from the music comes out into your body and then she has something to say with it you have something to say and then you're just you're literally just talking and it's like the coolest thing um so that that just kind of deep diving into that um and then um with that comes other uh communities so like uh last week i was just in blacksburg i taught for I was part of a teacher's retreat and then a, a workshop. Mm-hmm. So kind of like enveloping myself in their communities or like talking to other people in like um, the blues, country dancing, swing dance communities. And like really, really focusing on the people behind the dancing. That's what I'm really interested to begin with. But yeah. like when you start diving into other communities, it kind of becomes more fresh hmm. because it's like not only is this a new community, but you are seeing it in like in relationship to in contrast to other communities so westover ballet is the studio that i went up to in mm-hmm. blacksburg and so the one who the lady who runs it is uh Catherine oki she's really good friends of mine and so we're always collaborating on different things and how seeing how we can you know bounce off each other and you yeah. know write um like lesson plans and curriculum and programs and things that are will give our students the best and what they need hmm. and so that's like a whole different mind you know melding and then separate from that come back home and then jump into like this blue social that like starts at nine mm-hmm. ends at like 5 a.m and i'm like <laughs> oh my gosh i'm i didn't stay until 5 a.m i left at like two but it's like this whole thing of like what are we here for yeah we're here to talk and it's like it's just all of us in this room we rent out a space in a church um some people are dancing we somebody brought like a puzzle some people were like brought snacks mm-hmm. and it's like whether you're on the floor not talking or talking sometimes and dancing or whether you're at a table talking with someone or like not talking and doing like a puzzle. Yeah. Like all of us are there to, to communicate, like just to talk. And I was like, it's just like this, this feeling of like, Oh wow. Like it's so different, but like, I understand why you dance Yeah. and why you're doing what you're doing. So like me as a dancer, just kind of sitting back and not always doing an output, but like Mm -hmm. kind of, absorbing that and kind of learning and things that i can learn from yeah because uh, i'm always like like hip-hop dancing is like its own field versus partner dancing so now yeah. i'm like okay pause like this is not just me dancing and not just me learning a lesson to like yep. sharpen myself because it's not always about sharpening like sometimes you just gotta enjoy yep and so like right now i'm like not that i didn't enjoy dancing before but it was like it was like i'm going to like back-to-back events yep and i'm like like, do I need, is this too much? Is, am I, am I like just putting, my, keep myself busy, like kind of like busy yeah. hands or like, you know, like unnecessarily. And then I'm like, kind of like having this self-talk and I'm like, no, I just love dance. And it's yeah. like, I've always loved dance, but it's yeah. like doing it to love dance instead of, I got to learn, I got to sharpen, I got to, yep. 
you know, hone my skills. And it's like, you know, this is an enjoyable thing that you can enjoy. You know, it's like, you don't always have to be like this, like, you know, intense and there's a place for that. Yeah. But that's what I'm really, really diving into Mm. as a dancer. That's awesome. So uh, I've loved partner dancing forever. That's probably like the one area of dancing that I've loved more um, for longer um i'm not as keen in you know a like hip-hop is not a place that i've danced a lot and i'm sure that if i were to put work into it and actually like you know do it for a while mm-hmm. um that i'd at least improve and, and enjoy it a little bit more because i'm a little bit better at it mm-hmm. um but partner dancing has been one place where i've like i loved it because i know how to do it mm-hmm. um you know and i love learning all the new all the new ones just like you do like oh my gosh it's so fun i so you know grew up with salsa merengue bachata all that stuff around and never really danced it in the house danced it at at like family parties Mm. but um never really like in the house before i came to college i was like i want to find a social place to go dancing because i want to go dancing you know and uh, then I found Mambo Room, which is the local place. Yeah. And I went to Mambo Room for the first time. Like, I found it while I was still in Pennsylvania. And, like, I was like, okay, I'm going to go to Mambo Room. And, like, the very first week of school, I went to Mambo Room to, <laughs> to go uh, go find, like, bachata, merengue, all the, mm-hmm. all the socials. And so uh, loved it. And then I met Helena and Alvin, bachatero and bachatera. Um, they are awesome they're from um but bachata vida yeah um, yeah, yeah, yeah is their is their company name and they're awesome i love them they put on socials all the time too in the area mm-hmm. latin socials uh and yeah, i think actually one happened last night and yes i was like i need to check these people out because i've been to mama yeah. room before the thursday night one is pretty good yeah, yeah they do it at the virginia beach winery i believe is what it's called okay yeah. uh, it's right there on lynn haven um and yeah it's a really great really great great spot um and the community is so rich too like you meet so many awesome people and like Mm -hmm. not everyone's a believer and you you want you know the people around to be believers but like you get to go and spend time with them and have conversations with them Mm -hmm. you know and Mm -hmm. and build things with them so it's such a cool cool experience and i love dancing and now I'm about to get married, so I I love Let's dancing <laughs> with my my. She's amazing. Have you met Liana? Mm-hmm. You you met yeah. her at the wedding. I think yeah, I met her at the wedding, and then I had. I think, I think I was a sore leader when she went through sore. Okay, something gotcha. like that, or yeah. like first semester of her being there. I remember yeah. seeing her. Well, we were sore leaders the same year, weren't we? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh my gosh, my it whole is brain! So long ago, isn't it? it like thousands it was of years. A while ago. Oh Actually, my gosh. thousands of years ago. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's so weird, like seeing people on campus, like or like when you're when I was in college and then after I graduated, like being on campus and seeing people like kind of like bloom. Yep. You know, as you saw, like they came in, they're like, I have no idea what's going on. I just yeah. got out of high school or I may just graduated from high school kind of thing. Yeah. And then you like go in and they start making their own friend groups and they kind of like yep. establish like their identity and what they like doing. And people kind of connect with like chapel or the yep. library or theater. And I'm like, I remember when you were <laughs> but a hatchling, <laughs> you know? Oh my gosh. Cute. Yeah. So Liana, <laughs> we get married in less than, uh, uh, 
less than two months now. It's less oh than gosh. a month and a half, I think. Yo, actually. congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it's going to be so fun. But I love dancing with her. Mm. Uh, she doesn't dance as much, uh, and she is learning. And I love it because I get to be the one that she's dancing with while she's learning it. So mm-hmm. it's been it's been really fun. It's a cool um, safe space. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's really cool because it is a conversation. And most people who don't dance, they don't know that mm-hmm. until they start dancing. And then they start dancing more. And then they get better. And then they dance a little bit more. And they're like, oh, I am having a conversation with this person. Mm-hmm. They're asking me to do this. I'm going to go do that. And, you know, like for, for the guy presenting the woman when you're dancing, like actually allowing her to be the beauty of and the grace of the dancing yeah. and you to be the firm foundation within it you yeah. know like doing those things is like once it's clicking oh my gosh it's magic it's yeah. such a beautiful thing um, yeah the the two things that come to mind are well first of all like the secondary layer you know it's like you you know theater exists you know sewing exists you know mm-hmm axe throwing exists you know i don't know like uh juggling exists and then you kind of like start diving into it and you see that there's a second layer of not does it excuse me not only does it exist but like that secondary layer of like this is the culture this is the yeah this is the mindset this is the you know stereotypes this is the you know unspoken rules or things like that that you kind of kind of get like dive into so it's almost like a like yeah we talk and some people love talking. Some people love having conversation. Like if your love language is like quality time or whatever. Right. Yeah. So like you, you love talking with people, but like when it comes to dancing, that secondary layer is like our, like dancing is exists obviously, but then that secondary layer, when you start diving into it is like the connection and the speaking and the communicating that happens. Yeah. It's like, I graduated with, with communicate, a communications degree. Like, yes, I like talking, but <laughs> yep. like, the what's actually happening like the the nuances and the things that happen like non-verbally verbally like communication theory like nerding out about communication and so it's yeah. kind of like that cool thing when you get into like okay partner dancing salsa merengue bachata all these things you know swing jive you know yep. um there's another one that i just learned uh shag you know shag collegiate shag, shag and I all i don't even know what that is yeah so there's like all these like nuances of like all these things and you're like what is going on right now yeah. like lindy hop and all this stuff and lindy it's like hop is so hard oh my gosh it, it it's like it's like <laughs> wrestling a monster you're like like i it, okay i can i can talk oh about lindy hop for forever but it's like it's like when you start getting into it, you're like there's this secondary layer of like communication that you're like i love talking with you yep and like when you get done with the dance like the song is over like thank you for dancing blah, blah, blah. and you're like wow we had a great conversation yep and you're like wow it's like getting that secondary layer and yep. then the first thing is like when you realize how many life lessons you can learn specifically just from partner dancing. Yeah. You know, it's like the, the gender roles, the male and the female, the, the different things. Like when you see problems in partner dancing, it's not with the partner dancing. It's with the people. Yep. It's like, Oh, hold on. I'm afraid to ask you. So then you have nothing to do. So both of us are sitting here awkwardly. And so you're like, well, I'm going to ask you. And so I'll ask you to dance, even though I'm supposed to be the follow. So I'm going to ask you to lead me. And then it's like, well, you're not leading me the way I want you to. So I'm going to like back lead. And And so then it's like, I, it robs me of the opportunity to, to lead and take that, have that courage and build that bravery. It robs you of the position that you can 
go on this journey with me because I'm yeah. leading you. It robs you of me being able to present you because now you're having to present me. Yep. It's like yep. you. So it's like I wasn't asked to dance. Now I have to ask you. Now I have to present you. Yep. And like you're getting robbed of all these things. And for me, I'm going into this apathy of like I'm. I know someone will ask me to dance, so I don't have to be brave. I don't have to be courageous. Yep. I don't have to be chivalrous. I just sit back and wait for someone to come to me because eventually, their their more impatience will will win out. Will break before my my apathy yeah and it's like bro yeah if you just shift over a degree it's like yes you're terrified ask her <laughs> ask yeah. her do it and it's like you don't know what you're doing neither does she if she doesn't know what she's doing that's awesome if you know and she doesn't like this is a conversation these are people yeah. you're all at different levels so it's mm-hmm. like when you when you stand out that's really what clicked for me like a couple of weeks ago like i used to love the lesson Mm-hmm. You know, the sharpening. I'm like, you know, as a hip-hop dancer, as, like, a professional dancer, as a teacher, I'm like, yeah, sharpen me. Like, social dancing, like, that freaks me out. I'm not really sure what's going on. I was the apathetic guy. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm going to stay here for maybe 30 minutes and I'm going to leave. <laughs> and now I'm, like, going to these things, skipping the lesson completely. Yep. Jumping into the social and just social dancing with someone yep. and, like, sharpening that bravery. And why? Because I want to enjoy. Yep. I want to enjoy you. I want to enjoy the dance i want to enjoy the music yep. and it's like when everyone's in that place it's like oh this is how it's supposed to be you know it's like like for this reason a man shall leave his father and his mother yes. and cleave to his wife and it's like yeah. why is that why is that supposed to be that way and it's like because like when you see it in action you're like oh yeah no explanation needed it's just like no this is the way it's supposed yeah. to be yeah you know i love that 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 is that is such mm. a wise takeaway from that I mean, just the world of dancing hmm. and the issues that arise between dancing. I, I really like that. That I I will definitely use that. <laughs> keep that in the back pocket to to talk about yeah, the things you can learn away. from dancing. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, yeah, like I I totally agree. I think that there is a level to which we can in dance see the struggles between humanity between mm-hmm. two people you know when two people butt heads or when they aren't accepting what is there for them to accept whether that is yeah. to ask someone to dance or whether that is to accept a dance and then accept all that it comes with that mm. whether if you are the one that's accepting the role of being a leader in that dance mm. then you are to lead in that dance and your job is to present and make the other person look beautiful in dancing yeah. and uh, like that is something that is so lost in just our culture in general is that there's not this servant mind and that when we yes. when we decide yes. to be servants in dancing mm. like it's a beautiful thing watching two people dancing when they are actually serving the goal and which means serving each other but it's going to be serving each other in very different ways obviously mm. so um yeah i think i think that that's such an important thing to remember uh and to to help people say oh well maybe that's a reason that i can go to a dance i can act actually ask someone uh, you know, let me, let me, you know, get off my butt and go, <laughs> go say, Hey, you want to dance, you know, to someone. And I think, I think some of it too, for a lot of guys is like, Oh, I don't want to come off like, like a dork or a loser to this person, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and it is that kind of apathy, um, that then comes out of that. Um, but oftentimes I think it is because of their, their 
insecurities at first and then it becomes apathy and then you know there's no fun in the dancing anymore and that's i think that's a lot of people i think that's both girls and guys it's their insecurity and then it's their apathy and then they're out (laughs) yeah um but yeah for those who push through and say you know what i'm gonna push past my insecurity i'm gonna go ask ask someone to dance or i'm gonna say yes to a dance even though i don't know whatever this dance is (laughs) yeah (laughs) um and those that push through find that fun find Mm -hmm. that beauty because it also teaches a lot about patience too yeah if you're a leader in dancing which is most of the time gonna be the male role in the dance Mm -hmm. um you you need to be patient if you are impatient you are gonna one shut that person down in front of you who is the one neighbor that's closest to you right now Mm. you know that you can be loving well by being patient with them if they don't know how to dance if they've you know are better at dancing than you you know there's still a level of patience that you need to have with yourself yeah, yeah with yourself and not like you know being upset towards them because you are not dancing well you know mm. um so there there's there's a lot of patience that needs to be had and it can teach a lot of that you know so i love dance for that reason that was that was such a good point that you made so yeah um so tell me a little bit about what you do how can people find you first i want i want everyone to know how they can find you how they can yeah. uh they can book a class with you if they want to yes. uh, do some do private <laughs> lessons please someone out there do a private lesson with Joel. Tell him that you listened to the podcast and you were like, I wanted to do a private lesson. Uh, that way I could have helped him out a little bit. So, uh, yeah. How can people find you? Yeah. So um, Beat Hunter Dance is the name of my studio uh, company. It's hard to explain. So it's I have a, it's not technically a studio. So I'm, I'm a mobile dance educator because yep. it's just me. Right. So um, a studio has like. At the very ground level, it has a completely different business model. Um, but, like, when it comes to, like, what I do, I kind of, like, interweave myself into places to build the dancing and build the love of dance and then leave. Gotcha. You know? So, like, if, even with my students, I meet them at a place that I rent out and then I build them and then we leave. I'm like, whatever it is you want to do with dance, like, my, my clients are people who love dance and people who want to use it for their own personal benefit. Yeah. Right. So even if your love of dance needs to grow, like that's what we can start off with. And then we can, you can use it for whatever, like you want to learn to dance just so you feel more comfortable in your body. Period. That's a great reason. If you want yeah. to dance because you enjoy dancing, period. That's a great reason. Like you want to, you are a professional dancer or you're part of a show and you want to be better at dancing because this is part of your job. That's a great reason. You know, yeah. so like, yep. Anyways. So, uh, just to clarify the studio thing, but, um, so beat hunter dance b-e-a-t-h-u-n-t-e-r dance um you just google that and that's all of my <laughs> stuff so instagram uh facebook um yeah just google awesome and then uh, i have a website so that has all the information there yeah. and um the biggest thing is as much i love plugging my own business one because it's how i make money but it the biggest thing is like i believe in the people that i'm with so if you're listening to this right now I believe in you. You can dance. If you already dance and you never come to a lesson with me, like just just keep dancing. If you have not danced or if you ever thought about it to so like cross your mind and you're like, nah, just try it. Yes. You know, go to a social, come to me, do whatever you need to do. Yes. Um, yeah, so that's that's the best part about my business that I'm like, hey, 
I love you and how you dance. And so let's build that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, So, yeah, everyone, that's Beat Hunter Dance. Mm -hmm. And I will put that link in the description for you guys to go check it out, uh, as well as Joel's Instagram. Um, Yeah, go follow him. Go like all of his stuff. Give him some love. Um, and yeah, definitely tell him, tell him that you came from the podcast and yes. <laughs> that way he can let me know. So then I know that you guys are listening and doing stuff too. And that I'm inspiring you to do stuff and that Joel's inspiring you to do stuff. Um, so Joel, tell me a little bit about how your faith has like mm. been shaped, been changed through your journey as a dancer and as a believer. I'm going to go with my, uh, that's a complicated question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Open smiling cabinet, yeah, pulls out. Yeah. That's a complicated that's question. Like a fortune cookie. <laughs> um, so if I could kind of catapult myself from what we said earlier, right? The whole idea of like taking that leap and taking that, um, that, uh, that, step into the unknown of saying like i will say yes to this dance even though i have no idea how to dance it or i will say hey will you dance me knowing that she has all the right to say no Mm -hmm. um there's this uh there's this phrase i guess we use in my um in my family my mom my brother and i we say uh with no judgment and my mom is um has lived here many many years but she was born and raised in puerto rico so she has this thick accent so every time i hear the word judgment i think of how my mom says it with no judgment okay (laughs) um and so it's this idea of like yes like but you don't understand joelle you don't understand darvin like i'm bad at this and it's like yes but you can grow yeah and you're like oh you're right and you punch yourself in the face and you're like no wait yes you're about this yes you can grow with no judgment yes yeah it's like pause like if you if you're ready you know, trying to grow in something, it's already a difficult process. Like give yourself some, some grace in that. Um, and putting judgment on yourself (laughs) doesn't help. It doesn't help you grow. So why, why it's just condemnation. Yeah. And there's a difference between conviction and condemnation. Like the enemy will always bring condemnation, but the Lord will always bring conviction. Yeah. You know, the love of the Lord brings conviction and Mm -hmm. leads to repentance. It's like, I love you. And you're like, Oh, I want to change because you love me. Yep. And yeah. so this idea of God leading me through with no judgment, <laughs> as my mom would say, you know, it's like, hey, yeah, you have these areas that you're good in. That's great. And that's what I made you for. That's what I'm so proud of you for. Here's some areas that you need to grow in. Yeah. And I'm like, you're so right. I'm sorry, God. Like, please help me. Forgive me. And it's like, whoa, <laughs> grow. That's how you can do it. Just grow. With no judgment. Don't punch yourself in the face. Don't say, I should have known this. Don't say, you know, oh, man, like, I'm such a horrible person. I'm a heathen. You know, it's like, whoa. If you need to read your Bible more, read your Bible more. That's an area. You now know that's an area for you to grow in. Walk forward. Yeah. Don't, you know, fret or judge yourself or, you know, like I said, I say, like, another phrase, punch yourself in the face. (laughs) Like, don't punch yourself in the face because you should have known that, quote, unquote. It's like, no, just move forward. Like God doesn't judge you for that, yeah. but he does, the Holy Spirit does convict you. You're like, yeah. man, I shouldn't have done that. Oh yep. man, I should have done that. Oh, yeah. I should have known that. Oh no, that third one doesn't belong there. Mm. You should have known. Now you know. Yeah. So with that information, keep moving forward. Yep. 
So in dancing, in partner dancing, in who I am as a person, as a man, as um, a scholar, as a graduate, as a reader, as a writer, as a, you know, as a musician, as a brother, as a son, like all these areas that I'm so tempted to say, oh, I should have known that and punch myself in the face. It's like, no, I want to get better at it. It's like, yes, get better. Grow. And that's you're growing into who God wants you to be mm-hmm. and being the person that God knows that you can be. Yeah. Because that helps you. That helps the people around you. That helps your wife. That helps your future kids. That helps generations, people that you have no idea, like just who you are interacting with someone at a bus station, you know, like yeah. you're transitioning, walking through the hallways of class, like, you mm-hmm. know, going to a dance studio, going to a social. Like I've danced. There's certain people that I've danced with for three minutes because I've danced with them for the song never saw them again yeah but who i am as a person is affecting them in some kind of way yeah you know i could be like this weird there's always there can there can be weird like freaky raunchy people in social dancing and dancing in general there can be super timid people who are afraid to do anything right anything wrong anything at all there's people who are super confident and there's people who are like prideful and there's people who are humble and there's mm-hmm. people who are good dancers and bad dancers. There's all these different things. If I'm being the person that God knows I'm supposed to be, like I'm interacting with that person in the way I'm supposed to interact with them. How they respond, how they're interacting, where they are in their in their faith, if they know God, if they don't know God, if they're yeah. growing in the Lord, if they're what other other stages like the shades of gray within within your faith. It's like that's not my that's not my problem <laughs> to be very frank you know it's like i i can't grow for you i can't live for you but the way my faith has grown is by god leading me through these things and me being like <laughs> i don't want to do this i'm so bad at this i am so uncomfortable with this i am and god's saying good now you know you didn't yeah. know until now so keep moving forward because it's not by your strength that you're being sanctified anyway yeah I'm the one who's leading you. I'm the one who's giving you faith. I'm the one who's giving you strength. In yep. fact, when you're weak is when I'm strongest. Yep. Yep. So the only way you can get this quote wrong is to say, no, God, I'm not doing this, yep. period. Put your foot down and walk away. Yeah. Or two, to pretend like you're going to go through it and say, oh, I should have known this and judge yourself the entire time. Mm-hmm. Because then you're not actually growing. Yep. You're just saying what you should have known and then not growing. Yeah. You're sitting on the ground saying, oh, I should get up to feed myself, but I'm not going to. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you're in a really comfortable position on this couch and you're you just got up from a nap, but now you're hungry. Get up, go to the kitchen, make yourself some food. If you don't know how, God's there in the kitchen waiting for you. It's like, but take that into any life circumstance. Like, yep. yes, you are now transitioning into something new. Yep. It is what it is. Like, God is always doing something new in us. And it's like destroying his, destroying our images of him and saying, this is who I really am. This is who I really am. It's like, God, I should have known that. No, no judgment. Yeah. Or as my mom says, no judgment. <laughs> you know, it's like no judgment. No, no. This no. Shame, guilt, judgment, that doesn't belong here. Yeah. Conviction? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Repentance? Definitely. Yeah. Growth? That's, that's what this whole thing is about. Yeah. Yeah. So Amen. that, that yeah. is really where everything kind of amalgamates and you're like oh god is for real for real yeah (laughs) yeah he is amen amen and he's 
he's constantly pushing us to grow and i think that is something that we can see throughout scripture is that you know the the israelite people the moments where they are they bring destruction when they when the the choices they make bring ruin are when they're choosing to not follow through with what god has asked of them to do Hmm. you know it's like that destruction will come and it's you can't sit in the destruction and say i oh man i should have because there you can't change what happened Hmm. you can't change what you've done you look forward and you say lord i'm gonna trust you now yeah and i'm gonna trust you then and when then comes and you don't trust him and you fail it's lord i'm gonna trust you now i'm gonna trust you and i'm gonna and again that's what repentance is it's turning from that and running towards the other and running towards the other is our god our holy god is running towards him with all your might that will bring sanctification you know that Mm -hmm. will bring glory is running towards god with all of your life so that's that's really great advice is no judgment you know remember there is a judgment coming you know there's Mm -hmm. a judgment coming but right now he's giving you the free gift yeah of saying look you were condemned once now you don't have to be accept me Mm -hmm. accept that i am king trust in me with all of your life yeah you know like that that is such a beautiful thing and it really does scream no judgment you know Mm -hmm. So I love that. That's awesome. Thank you. That's very wise. Your mom's a very wise person. She is the bomb. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Well, we are running up on time. Um, So uh, let's just talk a little bit about your life after school. I mean, like you, uh, you, uh, so you told us a little bit about your growing up. You Mm -hmm. told us a little bit about some of the work that you've been doing. Mm -hmm. Just what are some fun things that you've been up to that like cool things? I know you don't have a lot of time on your hands because you've been doing (laughs) a lot of stuff, but what are some, what are some cool things? I mean, you have your brother, you, you and your brother are pretty Mm -hmm. close, aren't you? Very close. Um, So like, tell us a little bit about some of the stuff you've been doing since school that have been, haven't had to do with dance, but have just been life giving to you. I think one of the biggest things that's really been, it's kind of a, a two-part, even three-part progression. I'm not sure if that's the right word. But, um, okay, so, like like I said beforehand, I'll start serious and get lighter. <laughs> okay, so, like, uh, um, our ba- family background is, like, there's so much division and bitterness and brothers and siblings and mm. family members being like, you did this to me, so I'm going to do this to you, and then we'll mm. never talk again. And so that's something that God is really um, hitting the reset button on for our family. You know, that it's like, okay, we are the first to reset. So our kids and their kids and their kids will never have to experience this because we're saying, no, it stops here. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of like the f- threshing floor for mm-hmm. the the relationship that I have with my brother. And he's four years older than me. His name is Josue. And so when I'm talking with Osleya, when we're growing with each other and like all this different stuff, like we have rough patches. We had rough, really, really rough patches and then like silent patches and then like Mm. working and then growing and then fun and then friends. And, you know, it's like crazy stuff. Like, you know, when I'm what, 10, he's 14. Yeah. Right. So that's a huge gap. And then I'm 14. He's 18. Not as much of a gap, but still pretty. And then I'm 20. He's 24. And you're like, okay. 
how much difference is there really? Yeah. You know, and so especially this, this like blossoming of our relationship and where we are now, where we live in the same apartment. And so it's like us growing with each other has been the most painful and the most beautiful thing mm. I could possibly say in my life. That wow. it's like, not because of the history that we have, because of the history that our family has had, yeah. and the future that we see that we're moving towards, you know, to have someone in your corner yeah. at all times. You know, for someone to be like, lighten up, you know, <laughs> like, have a joke, you know, like, have a have a laugh, you know, mm-hmm. watch a movie, do something else besides what you're doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> Chill out, <laughs> you know, and sometimes it's like, whoa, snap out of it. Hello? What is God saying about this? Yeah. Like, for someone to speak what God is trying to say to you, like, it's built in. You know, it's like, this is what God is saying to you. You need to snap out of it right now. This isn't bliss. Like, this is this is reality. Yeah. God is speaking to you right now, and this is what you need right now. And, like, everywhere in between of just, like, hey, is this weird? <laughs> I was thinking about this, or this happened to me, or I had this interaction. Yeah. Can I get some kind of soundboard? And you're like, well, what happened? And I'm like, ah. And he's like, mm. And I'm like, yeah. ah. And, like, and we kind of work through it together and, like, work out life together. And so from that, we're both we're both very artistic. Um, and so we're basically writing together. So writing plays, musicals, wow. like, series, shows, and stuff together. We're planning on releasing that in the future. That's, like, a That's awesome. under-the-radar thing right now. Yeah. I guess it's not really under the radar if it's on podcast, but you know, <laughs> it's like the what what it is and what it's for and how we're trying to impact people. Yeah, growing as brothers, growing as artists, like because that's a whole different, you know, vantage point, you know, a whole different facet of a relationship. Yeah, like working and collaborating together, and so from there moving forward on like, that's what I've been doing. Like he's an amazing musician. He's an mm. amazing singer. His voice is like. Oh, like it's like <laughs> phenomenal like just like wrecks your whole soul and oh, he like hits it. these notes and you're like i'm dying <laughs> like in the best possible way and so so like i'm writing i have an idea for a musical and i especially in comparison like when you allow comparison to come in in comparison to a slay is like i don't know what i'm doing I'm not a great singer. I'm yeah. not a musician. I don't know. What, why am I doing this? No, the, and it's like, the, the note you just sang was pretty yeah. good. I liked it. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like in that way. And so Hosea is instead of being like the classic stereotype of what we think brothers should be like, oh, yeah, yeah like I'm in the shadow of my brother. It's like Hosea's like, no, if this is what, if this is an idea that God gave you, you need to do it. Yeah. And you can learn the ukulele. You can learn the piano. You can learn whatever. And you can write these songs. Yeah. And I will help you. Yeah. And it's like, <sighs> Like that support is like, that's what I've been as a person, you know, what I've been doing since graduation, like that leap of like, we are now working professionals. We're now have all the time to ourselves. We have no girlfriends. We have no spouses. It's just us growing with the Lord, us growing in ourselves, us growing with each other. Yeah. And so it's like now that, I mean, homework and school will will suck up all the time that you have you know and so it's like when you have that free time you have this ability to be like oh i can use this for other things you know so (laughs) so our relationship during school versus outside of school is now totally different like after this we're about to go to the beach and hang out that's awesome and it's like why because it's friday yep 
And it's like, instead of studying something or doing a homework or preparing for like a quiz that I have on Monday, it's like, I can spend time in that time. Like we still grew in during Regent, but it's mm-hmm. like outside. It's like that free, open, organic growth time. Yeah. It's like, Hey, question that I've never, I never realized I didn't know about you. Like things that I'm still learning about my brother. Like, what yeah. do you think about, or how do you feel about whatever? Yeah. And it comes up just because we were driving to the beach. And like that wouldn't happen because we were both we would both be in our separate rooms at our desks like doing homework you know it's like yeah. like that organic stuff that you didn't plan like I'm gonna ask my brother these ten questions today <laughs> when he gets home from work it's like yeah. no like it just occurred to me it I don't know this about yeah. you so that that has I think out of all the things that I've been doing <laughs> since graduation you know like running the business growing the business creating programs like that in my personal life has been the biggest that's awesome. Well, this has been so fun. Thank you so much for joining me on Musings of an Extrovert. Um, you are a fun extrovert to be around. <laughs> I Yeah, it, it's so cool getting to talk with you. I don't think we ever had like a, a longer conversation. I, mean, mm-hmm. I don't think we've ever had a 40-minute conversation. It's 40 minutes. Um, no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. <sighs> don't be sorry. I, my audience loves it. Like, mm-hmm. seriously. I, I, and I thank you guys for for listening for so long you guys really do listen to all of my episodes and it's been so cool uh so i know they're gonna love you and i am uh, you one of you guys one of you guys go take a class at joel go ahead and do it if not more than one of you guys go do hey it. yes <laughs> uh, yes go go just help this guy out like don't not help him out but like you know actually go and and be a part of his business his business is awesome so mm-hmm. um Thank you again, Joel. I appreciate you coming on. Do you have anything anything else you'd like to say before you go? Um, 60 second, deep 60 seconds with Joel Casanova. Okay. Um, there are the things that you do, and there are the people that you're with. And those two things are separate things. Hmm. Like, you have things that you do and sometimes they overlap you do things and you do them with your friends and sometimes you're with your friends and they do things and you're a part of what they do but who you're with and the community that you're with is different from a good exchange you know it's like i have money you have dates bananas strawberries whatever and you're selling them and i'm buying them i give you the money you give me the things we walk away it's like that's business but and the things that you and the people that you do it with is what colors it yeah it's like when you're in business when you're in school when you have relationships like i'm going to the beach with who why for what yeah it's like that is what really colors the experience so yeah. really cherish and really dive deeper into the community that you have yeah you know it's yeah. it's it's awesome Those are and great you words. can appreciate the people around you yeah so. man well, definitely listen to Joel. I am an extrovert, so I love being around people. Uh, and those are great words. People are important. People mm-hmm. are going to be with you throughout your entire life. Uh, and we need people. We need to love them well because they are image bearers of the Lord. And uh, he wants us to love others. So you should totally go love some time with your friends uh love some time with your family and uh just make sure they all know that you cherish them and you care for them 
I think those are incredible words. Thank you, Joel, for joining us on Musings of an Extrovert. Yes. Um, (laughs) This has been today's episode. We will be coming up with more interviews coming up soon. So um, Joel actually just gave me a really great idea to go and see if I can get Alvin and Helena to to jump on the podcast too. Ooh, that would be so Um, cool. That would be so fun. Um, So uh, yeah, I will see if I can try to line that up. Uh, but until then, I got some other other interviews lined up for you guys. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Again, like, subscribe, go hit that like button, leave a comment on YouTube, or hit that bell notification. That way you can get notified every single time that we drop an episode. My name is Darvin Muentes, your resident extrovert, and have a wonderful day. <laughs>